this is a talk bookie to me it's a discussion based podcast about books uh i am aaron i'm felicia and this is our first episode for the month of march um so if you're not familiar with our structure uh the first episode of the month we introduce a new theme we exchange books related to that theme um we set up our tbr for the month um and then typically uh try to talk a little book news and maybe answer a fun question or give some random recommendations something like that um so for today's episode we have uh one piece of book news that we're both going to sort of break down um it's a uh article from libby um what's well, LibbyLife.com, uh, and it is about page-to-screen adaptations. So it's ones that are uh, scheduled to come out soon. Some of these have exact dates, um, and some of these are just generally 2024 releases. Uh, we thought it'd be fun for us to kind of bounce back and forth um, and mention a few of them that we're excited for, and talk about you know why we're excited for them a little bit. Just a just a little something fun and interesting, since we also really enjoy you know television, film, stuff like that. So, uh, do you want to give uh, one of the first ones yep. you're excited for? <clears throat> Sorry. So the first one is uh, Cold Storage. It the book is by David Cope. It's starring Liam Neeson, um, and basically a fungus stored in a government facility gets out. So it'll be like a pandemic-level style adaptation. Yeah. And also Liam Neeson's in it. I yeah. Think, I think that he's a really cool actor. He's pretty cool. <clears throat> I haven't seen him in much lately, but, I mean, obviously the Taken movies, and that's kind of whenever he blew well, up. Well, now he at can least. use his special set of skills. Right, right. Yeah, I saw him, he was on another movie too about like a train or something that I thought was pretty good. I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Thomas the Engine? No, no, definitely not. Um, So one of the ones that I picked uh, is The End We Start From. Um, This is a book by Megan Hunter. I've never read this book. Uh, The movie um, is coming out, uh, it says, well, actually it came out already on January 19th. Um, it says a woman tries to find her way home with her newborn while the, an environmental crisis submerges London in floodwaters. Um, I tend to like environmental crisis movies, um, movies surrounding environmental themes. I also really like uh, movies related to like people attempting to survive in those types of settings. So sounds pretty good. I actually did not realize until just then that it's already out. So I, will I have be, one like that too. I'll be looking for that for sure, but. Um, the next one I have is Mickey Seven. It is by Edward Ashton. This adap- adaptation, Robert Pattinson, is an expendable. It's, an, it's a disposable crew member on a space mission. The reason why they're expendable is because even though their body dies, their memories can be renewed largely intact, except with one generation things go wrong. <clears throat> and I think Robert Pattinson is really good in his serious stuff. He's, he's done a lot since Twilight, so, like, at least then we can kind of put the Twilight times behind us. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, he's a really good actor. I mean, uh, The Lighthouse, he was super good in that. Um, that's an A24 movie. He did another A24 movie with the Safdie brothers. Um, it was kind of like Uncut Gems before Uncut Gems. Mm. I'm trying to think of the name of it now. I, I can't remember. It's very good, though. Um but yeah, yeah, I think he's like a really underrated actor in a lot of ways. It's like just taking these weird roles. Um, the next one that I have is uh, Spaceman of Bohemia. Um, this is by Jaroslav Kalfar. 
Um, this movie sounds, or yeah, it's going to be a movie. It sounds interesting because of the cast, but also because of the content of it. It sounds kind of sad a little bit. Um, so it's got Adam Sandler, Carey Mulligan, and Paul Dano in it. Um, I mean, obviously Adam Sandler, I like his more serious roles, and this sounds like it's going to be more serious. Uh, and Paul Dano, or Paul Dano, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's very good. Uh, he's been doing a lot of interesting stuff lately. Um, but the the concept here is that there's an orphan boy that is uh, raised in the Czech countryside. Uh, it says that he overcomes odds to become the country's first astronaut. So that that's sounds, pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting to me. Um, so the next one I have is The Uglies by Scott Westerfield. That is a book that I read a long time ago. Um, it is a YA series. It's starring Joey King, and it's a world in which a compulsory operation wipes out physical differences and makes everyone pretty. Hmm. And so, it, it, yeah, and the book is called The Uglies. So yeah, I mean, it'll probably I, if I remember correctly, it's like divergent level of like separation of people but yeah. i don't i don't know it's been a long time yeah sounds interesting i could definitely get into that <laughs> one um uh the next one that i have is the three body problem uh by uh si Xin lu um it's gonna be a netflix series uh i don't really know any of the actors in it uh, but the reason why I'm interested in this is because um, this book is pretty big within sci-fi communities. It's a little polarizing from what I understand. Some people very, very much like it, and some people say that it's, you know, just too dense, not a very good plot. You know, I've heard a lot of issues about it. Um, but this is a first contact story, um, alien civilization, and how humanity engages with that and tries to... I don't know, just tries to find a way to communicate and find some semblance of connection. Um, and I like first contact stories quite a bit, you know, like a, stuff like Signs or like a, well, it's kind of a bad example because that's a dumb premise of a movie, but... Like Mars uh, Attacks. Yeah. <laughs> another silly Day. one. Independence Day. is a good example. Um, or Arrival. Nine? Arrival, like... yeah. Arrival's the big one. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. I love that with Amy Adams. Um but yeah, any of those. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Mars, yeah, you <laughs> went for all the silly options. Yeah, yeah. that's the only <clears> kind <throat> of uh, first contact I watch. Men in Black. <laughs> it's not a first contact. They're, no. They have an old eight. They have a whole agency. Right, developed but they talk it. about the first contact in the history of the Men in Black. Well, the first thirty seconds of the movie. Yeah, that's how they teach all new recruits. Right. Okay. All right. What's your next? Anyways. one? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, Harold and the Purple Crayon by Crockett Johnson. This is a children's book. It is coming out August 2nd, starring Zachary Levi and Zoe Deschanel. Uh, Harold has a magic crayon. (laughs) He's a child with a magic crayon, and I remember reading it. Don't remember anything about it. I remember liking it, and that it's for kids. And that's all I got, but I was really excited. Well, I have one more after this, but that's all I got for that. I was really excited to know that that... I mean, it's a it's been around a long time, so it's kind of crazy that it is now. Yeah, a movie. I think it's like the fiftieth anniversary of the mm-hmm. book or something. I think I mean, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, I think it's what what I read at least. Which means they didn't have to ask permission, probably. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the next one that I got is The Watchers by A. M. Shine. Um, uh, Dakota Fanning is in this one. I don't really recognize any other actors in it. This sounds a little bit more like horror mystery type thing. Uh, so there's an artist who gets stranded in a forest in Western Ireland. 
Um, after they get shelter and everything, they get trapped, or she gets trapped to three other strangers, and they're being stalked by creatures. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Sounds good. I actually like something you'd really like. I really want to read the book, too. The it has cover a good cover. is very yeah. creepy. Yeah, it looks really good. I will read the book, and you can watch the movie. Yeah. And that's how we deal with horror. That That's probably the best way to go about it. <laughs> um, so my last one is Fool Me Once by Harlan Coben. It is actually out now. It's a limited series. A widowed mom, Maya, is disturbed by an image of her late husband on her nanny cam. Hmm. So she's seeing her like dead husband visit that's her toddler. Yeah. That's Sounds good. Yeah, interesting. And I've read stuff by Harlan Coben that's I I've probably read like two books, I mm-hmm. think. And they're both good. It's like the traditional like mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. So I actually might read this book and then watch it. Yeah. Sounds good. I've got one more. Uh, well, I, quick shout out to Turtles All the Way Down, John Green book. That's probably the only one Oh no, the Catherine's book. He hasn't made a movie about. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah, that one's gonna be. Big he doesn't have a lot of books that have not been adapted. I feel like. Yeah. Well, because he, adaptions, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or um, but the one that I wanted to focus on is called Night Bitch uh, by Rachel Yoder. Uh, this movie's gonna star Amy Adams. Uh, this is very striking uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like the cover looks a little striking, and then it also sounds like a very unhinged sort of eerie i don't even know how to explain it um but i'll just read the little blurb here uh an artist who pauses her career to be a stay-at-home mom seeks a new chapter in her life and encounters just that when her nightly routine takes a surreal turn and her maternal instincts begin to manifest in canine form so it sounds like like a werewolf situation yeah and it also sounds like very i don't know like weird um yeah maybe magical realism slightly or something um, or it could be like um, such sharp teeth. I yeah. remember that one that I read where it's like, like it is werewolf, but it represents something else. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it looks interesting. Also, very interesting cover. A lot of reds. There's some meat. Mm-hmm. So like steaks or some sort cut. <laughs> looks Just like raw meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Um. I think that's the only like news related there, thing. There was though. a lot. What's the title? What's the you have the article? No, you don't. No, I just closed it. So up, there sorry. was a lot of other ones on that mm-hmm. list. Um, literally, all we did was go to LibbyLife.com, dot com, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of the main articles on there, but it's like movie book to screen adaptations. And you said page to screen yeah, adaptations specifically. Yeah. So if you wanted to look at more of those, you could. Um, there's just way too many to talk about. Yeah, on one podcast, we, we just wanted to highlight a few of the kind <laughs> that of we were, key ones. Yeah, so. that we were more interested in, like maybe p- potentially watching and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, and a couple books that sound interesting to read right. as well. <clears throat> but so uh, we're going to move on to kind of our theme for this month. Um, you want to introduce our theme? I Talk do. a little bit about that. So, uh, Lunar New Year was in February, and so now it's the year of the dragon. Which I'm also the Year of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our theme is Year of the Dragon. We're going to read dragony books. Well, yeah. I'm going to read dragony books. I don't really know what you have on your TBR, actually. Yeah, it's mostly, I'm still like catching up, up, like mostly, but yeah. But we're going right. to talk about dragon books. We're going to recommend dragon books, maybe mm-hmm. do some reviews on dragon books. It's going to be a dragon heavy month. For sure. And we typically surprise each other with our monthly book. 
Um, but as we were recording mm-hmm. the episode for February, we kind of burnt out a little bit mm-hmm. and weren't able to record this one. Um, but we were too excited and we went ahead and exchanged books and already sort and of you're started them. halfway through yours. Yeah, I'm about halfway <laughs> through it. Um, so I got you the Dragon Keeper. It's a Robin Hobb book. It's the first book in a series. I don't know. Greenwild how... Chronicles. Yeah. So this book, um, Robin Hobb is a very, very well-known fantasy writer. One of the most important writers in 21st century fantasy, according to Contra Costa Times. Yeah, and Robin Hobb is like one of those that's like spoken about as like fantasy writers' favorite fantasy writers, if that makes sense. George R. R. Martin says Robin yeah. Hobb's books are diamonds in a sea of zircons. Yeah. So I don't know too <laughs> much. <laughs> I don't know too much about the about the plot of it, other than uh, it's related to. It's um, a dragon. Tending Epic book. adventure. Yeah, it's like somebody that tends to dragons. And then they go on a journey with their dragons. Yeah. And it sounds like um, there's... Okay, so you know a book is a fantasy book when there's three pages mm-hmm. of characters and descriptions. Right. So the characters get introduced to you, and then the dragons get introduced to you, and it says, like, this character belongs to this dragon. or mm-hmm. So it sounds like, like a dragon choosing situation yeah Yeah, i like that yeah i I thought it was interesting um it wasn't my first pick but because i waited (laughs) so long first pick and then it wasn't yeah yeah, it was a weird (laughs) weird situation buying this one because we both waited to the last minute to get books this month Um, i forgot february was so short right i I still had some more time (laughs) yeah we got it though um and then uh you bought me uh how to train your dragon uh, which I got the author's name pulled up. I keep forgetting. Uh, Cressida Cowell is the author. Um, the How to Train Your Dragon books, they're the, the first one at least is the basis of the movie that mm-hmm. was really, really big back in 2010, wasn't it? And they are like children's middle grade. But yeah. I don't care. I think they're so, they're pretty solidly middle grade, I think, because there are some kind of complex yeah stuff going on in these but and there's like humor in it that you kind of need to be a little older to to think is funny for sure yeah yeah so um i'm about halfway through it actually it's only 214 pages i think um i'm a touch over halfway Uh, i've been reading it off and on today and a little bit last night it's a it's a smooth read again it's a middle grades book there's illustrations in it. it it goes pretty quickly uh, the plot deviates a lot from the movie, but it's which is almost better because yeah. it makes it more kind of fresh and interesting because I have seen that movie, even though it's been a very long time. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably have that finished uh, tomorrow. So probably right. the probably the first day of March, I'll knock out my dragon book. And That's then, awesome. And then I'll be going back to my TBR. Mine might be the end of March because it's a thick, it's a <laughs> dense, dense book. book. It's a pretty dense book. And I'm reading a lot of thick, dense books this month. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, so. a tough one. Uh, do you want to run down your TBR or do you want me to run yeah, down Yeah, I'll go down first? mine. Okay. Um, so right now my Goodreads count is at 34. My goal is 17 books because that's just kind of what I've been doing. Um, I don't have 17 books on this list. So it'll be, wait, how many books do I have? Hang on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeesh. Okay, so I have 13 books planned already. Um, they are very thick books. So, obviously, I have Dragon Keeper by Robin Hobb. The Midnight Library by Matt Haig 
is uh, one of my Christmas books, so we have to finish those by the end of March. Mm -hmm. um, same with Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky and The Witch King by Martha Wells and The Candy House by Jennifer Egan, and that will round out my Christmas books. And then my dragon books are um, When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill, if I can find it, because <laughs> that's one of the books I couldn't find. Right. Um, Ascendant by Michael Miller. I have this on my Kindle. I started reading it while I was in line one day at the bank. Um, and it was such a long line that I got really into it. So I'm going to finish it. I also have Zodiac Academy, which is not about dragons. Um, it's by Caroline... Oh, no. Peclium and Suzanne Valenti. It, Zodiac is literally in the name. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it would be like a fun little break from dragons yeah it's like another <laughs> nod to the theme but a more right. indirect nod to right. it yeah i think it a works. day of fallen night by samantha shannon which is the prequel to priory of the orange tree which i have now read oh gosh not last year but year before yeah yeah and you read it really quick too <clears throat> i did yeah. um but this is just as thick yeah these are very very big books they're yeah. like doorstopper books yeah um, His Majesty's Dragon by Naomi Novik, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and Goblet of Fire. And I'm reading Prisoner of Azkaban so I can get to Goblet of Fire, which has the dragons in it. <laughs> and then Combat Codes by Alexander Darwin. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I also have two books over here that I will eventually get to. Um, I'm trying to still finish Addie LaRue. Yeah. Which is over here, but my mom finished it, so now I feel like I need to finish it. Right. right. <laughs> a little competitive nature there. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, she, she read a book that I would normally like. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it is a fantasy book. It's not a heavy fantasy book, and my mom's not a fantasy reader, and she liked it. Right. So. No, I think it's important. Yeah, and it, you've got a good variety of stuff. I mean, you've I got, so. you know, the Children of Time is sci-fi, Midnight Library is kind of speculative. Yeah. Fiction, Candy magical realist. Yeah, okay. Candy House is like, I would almost say like experimental fiction because yeah. it's a non-traditional formatting. Um, it has like odd prose in it. Mm -hmm. And I think it even breaks into like poetry and lists in some cases. Um, and then Witch King is fantasy. And then obviously all your dragon stuff all is fantasy. pretty heavy fantasy. But yep. there's a decent variety. And I, I think you'll you'll definitely knock out your Christmas books. Yeah, um, I'll definitely knock out my Christmas books. Last month was the first month that I finished all of my TBR, like my my thought-out, written-down TBR. Mm -hmm. I don't think that this is going to be that month. No, you've got a lot of because, heavy books. Yeah. yeah, they're literally like 500 pages or more. Yeah, most of them are. A Day are, of yeah. Fallen Night, I think, is 800 pages. Yeah. Um, Children of Time, I think, is 600 pages, I think. Yeah, probably and then maybe even obviously more. like Harry Potter, those are a lot a little longer. Mm -hmm. Ascendant, I think, is pretty long too, mm. but it's on Kindle, so you don't really see page length. You just see right. how long it takes for you to finish reading. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it it seems yeah it seems like it's gonna be a, a heavy one for you. I, my biggest fear, I think, is because um, in February, you know, you were having trouble because you were burning out on romance novels, and we talked in that episode right. about how you. We're kind of struggling a little bit to get through the last couple just because, and I'm a little worried about that with fantasy this time, but maybe you'll be able to break it up with right. some of those other books. But, but, right, because I had, like, last month I had even my, so I had 
Ruination, mm-hmm. and then I had Into the Drowning Deep, mm-hmm. and then I had Dare Me, and something else. And my problem is I read all of those back to back. Right. What I need to do, and now that I know, what <laughs> I need to do is as soon as I feel myself like dragging, do one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. the best thing that you could do. Kind of separate that stuff out. Try to make sure that and you take I breaks. have like schoolwork and stuff to do too, so I can do that <coughs> whenever I feel like I'm drowning. Because schoolwork always makes it better. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> um, my and, TBR. And I'm gonna read Jekyll and Hyde because I have to. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. Uh, my TBR is a lot shorter. Um, I'm still reading Three Small Bones by Jennifer Chase. Uh, I'm gonna finish that one. Uh, again, I talked about it last month. It's a very smooth, easy, very classic mystery. Uh, it feels like it's a reading an episode of Law and Order with all the tropes and cliches and stuff, but like in a way that's expected. Uh, it's a police procedural investigating a murder, all the, a cold case. Um, it's really good. I, I, I'll finish that one probably pretty quickly, hopefully this week. Um, and then I've got uh, A Song for a New Day by Sarah Pinsker. This is also one of the books uh, that you got me for Christmas. I'm mostly trying to finish up the Christmas books. Uh, that book is about, um, it kind of sounds a little bit footloosey, sort of, uh, with like music and like post-apocalyptic in a sense. Uh, Discount Ar- Armageddon by Sean and McGuire. Uh, this is uh, the cryptid book that you got me last month, or for Christmas. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good one, I think. Um, I'm a little, uh, I don't want to say anxious or nervous about it, but it, I, I know the least about it, and it looks very pulpy. So yeah. I think it's I think But it's I think that's why good. you're going to like it the most out of those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the most, but I'll like it a lot. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> the Sixth <laughs> Extinction by Elizabeth Colbert. Um, this is a nonfiction book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and uh, it's... About extinction events. Yeah. And how the... See, I remember a lot of it because I researched it for a really long Mm -hmm. time. Um, So it's talking about all the extinction events before now Mm -hmm. and then what leads up to it and then how we're in one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a little gloomy, but I look forward to it. (laughs) Um, And then uh, lastly, I've got Demon Copperhead. It's a Barbara Kingsolver novel. We talked about Barbara Kingsolver on the podcast before. Um, you read in the time of butterflies. Mm-mm, that's uh, the Julia that's Alvarez. Right. Uh, what's it is this? called flight behavior. Okay, yeah. Also about butterflies. That's yes. why I got them mixed and up. And I read so, them both in the same year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, flight behavior. I read that for college. It's really good. Barbara Kingsolver is a great modern author that writes a lot about environmentalism um, and uh, a lot of uh, feminist works and things like that. And I actually think about flight behavior more than any mm-hmm. other book, probably. Well, you took a lot of notes on it, and it, yeah, you even like I wrote up a review mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a seemed to be a good one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I put that I really on your ten it. list. Yeah, I took more time with it because uh, I wanted to impress you. Oh, that's, funny. <laughs> that's very funny. It is a little denser, a little more literary because she's um, super knowledgeable and mm-hmm. has a ton of writing experience. But uh, if you've not read anything by her, I highly recommend looking into her work. She She's written some great stuff. Uh, Poisonwood Bible is another really good one. I think uh, another one's Prodigal Summer, I think, was another one that's really good. Um, and then she has 
books of short stories as well. I I haven't read nearly as much as I would like to read from her, but I I you have own enjoyed a lot of her books. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I find them, I just I know I like her stuff, so I collect a lot of hers. But um, this book is a, like a David Copperfield sort of retelling <clears throat> in the South, um, and from what I understand, it got just the most amazing praise mm-hmm. whenever it came out. Well, it, that was a book club book, or no book. Bestseller. Yeah. That was the bestseller book. Um, yeah. Topic book that I got. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and it won a ton of awards. Like, it, I don't remember all the awards, but I, I very thoroughly look forward to this one. I think that's going to be the densest and most difficult mm-hmm. to read. Um, it's not super long, but it's the content, again, is going to be pretty heavy. And literally, like, it's a heavier book. Yeah. It's a, pay- yeah. a hardback book. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a lot harder to kind of just, like, sneak into your bag. Or, For sure. You know. Yeah. And uh, that's all that I have on my TBR. Um, I mean, I, I like I said, I think I'll get through uh, How to Train Your Dragon uh, probably tonight or tomorrow, and then I'm going to just dive into the rest of these. And if I can finish these, that will be the Christmas books. We'll be through all of those, and I'm hoping to hit the end of March deadline for that. It just depends on how work goes and how much time I have and motivation and stuff. Uh, I'm not going to push myself too much I for it. but. Um, and then after that, I'll be able to kind of break it up a little more and start reading some of the 10 assigned books that I need to catch up on and the other 10 that you assigned me for this year and the five that I picked out. Um, and the series. And the series. And the classics. Yeah, so you're picking out a lot of books for me to read. Uh, everything that I'm reading is stuff that you're essentially assigning me is what it feels yeah. like. But I'm creating your TV. I've created your TV. Yeah, you have for like the past like six months or so. Yeah, maybe even longer. <laughs> But I, I enjoy all the books. I it, it just, it is like, I feel like I'm playing catch up. Well, no, it literally is because, like, your job requires you to be more focused. And yeah. I can have idle time to read. Yeah, it's, like, if you fall behind on grading even, like, two days or something, yeah. it's you're just never going to get caught up. So I, I have very little idle time. And last week in particular, or this week in particular, I had conferences, which means I'm one-on-one meeting with students all week and... I'm on campus every day instead of just three days a week. It's just a, a whole mess, but um, I'll probably get there. I'll get there eventually, and I'm sure I'll have some like audiobooks thrown in there as well. Yeah. I don't have any of those planned out, but um, I'm kind of back into the borrowing And we have audiobooks. a trip coming up, so mm-hmm. we'll be able to spend some time, like hopefully just kind of chilling. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We, we all have this problem of like either going too much. And then, like, being exhausted by the time we get back. Yeah. Or taking a nap in the middle of the day and then reading the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've done both of those things. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure we'll have a good time either way. We don't way, have but... it super planned out, so I no. think it'll be okay. We just need some kind of break. Um, but that's our goals for the month. Um, we're going to end off with a question. Um, so sometimes we rotate out our third segment to kind of close off. Sometimes we'll do... Uh, you know, a couple random recommendations of things. Um, and then sometimes we do just a random fun question that we came up with or found online. Uh, the question that we came up with for this episode is uh, what book series or book would you like to see more merch made for? So more merchandise. Um, my answer, uh, and I want, I want to qualify my answer. I want to make something very, very clear about mine. Um, I would either choose the Wayfarers books or the Monk and Robot books by Becky Chambers. 
But my qualifier is that I would like I don't want to see official big branded merchandise for it. Um, these books are the antithesis of like major corporate marketing like we've and seen like like handmade little buttons yes. that were really cool. I want to see stickers. I want to see merchandise that is created by independent artists mm-hmm. that are just like fun independent stuff. Uh, because again, these books, a core theme of these books is getting away from kind of like the cor- government, like control cor- yeah, and controlling corporate greed and things like that. Minus like, two, right? I'm sure, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I would love to see more like independently made merchandise mine's for those books. Mine's the same but different. <laughs> Do you have a guess what mine is? Or I I have no idea. So mine yeah. is Red Rising. Oh oh, that's so interesting. So I. Like, I know that there's a board game, because uh-huh. I have it. There's graphic novels. I didn't know that. We talked about it. I oh, yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway. And I, like, I know that the fan art that I've seen mm-hmm. is really cool. Well, a lot of that fan art, supposedly, uh, a lot of that is illustrations for the board game and the oh. graphic novel. <laughs> a lot of that's not even straight that's fan cool. art. That's just the illustrations that were, like, See, approved. and I would yeah. really like some of those, like like jarring images because the the red mm-hmm. is obviously like all the coloring yeah. throughout each is so important mm-hmm. until it's not. Yeah. But I think it would be so cool to just see a lot of different things. Yeah. No, I, that would be a good series because there's not a ton of merch out there for it other mm-hmm. than like the... Because they're not yeah. like, it's not like you can go and get a sticker. Yeah, or like a shirt or something, right. you know. I mean, you can find it on Etsy, I'm sure, because oh, yeah, you can find sure. everything there. But like, yeah, I mean. And it's not like it's like, like advertised merch. Yeah. Even, even if it's handmade, small business, sometimes it's still advertised or mm-hmm. people on TikTok have gotten a hold of it, you know. Like, yeah. Like with Fourth Wing mm-hmm. and um, like all that Dane, Dane the Stain merch. Like that's something that somebody created that was obviously not a Rebecca Garros property. Right. Um, and that's something that somebody created. And I think that's really cool. Like the it's, idea of that is cool. And I want that for Red Rising. I, I Yeah. I can understand why there's not much merch for Wayfarers or Monk and Robot because they have more of a cult following. Mm-hmm. They're not very big book series. Um, again, enough of a cult following to get her an actual publishing deal because, like, they were self-published beforehand. Um, and a lot of it was published online as well. So, that, that's, I can see that. But Red Rising, it's a little surprising mm-hmm. that there's not more merch because it's a much bigger deal. Like, right. it's not, it's not as much of a cult following. It is a good bit more mainstream. Um, one of those things where, like, I would be shocked if, like, uh, multiple television or film adaptations are not right. created within the next <clears throat> few years because it's just i because it would so easily be yeah a hbo television series yeah or i yeah i could even see it getting the film treatment because mm-hmm. it's there's so many parallels to like hunger games or something right i mean it, but i it, say series because like that's there's what I would prefer so to see. So much information yeah. that they're gonna get it wrong. I, I would, I would prefer, I would prefer it to be a series. To be clear, yeah. but I, I'm almost more certain that they would make it mm-hmm. a uh, a movie series. Um, but I don't know. Um, we'll see. And then they'll break up the last two books into two movies because they're so long. So you're gonna get eight well, movies out of a six book. 
deal oh i i think they would i think the last three movies they'd have to break up in two movies or three books they would have to make two yeah because those books get really long and complicated from what i understand so 80 years old yeah yeah that's pretty (laughs) crazy yeah um but i believe that's our episode well yeah episode ones are usually like around this we also had a two-hour episode (laughs) yeah yeah our (laughs) our end of the month episode for uh February was ran very well, long. Yes, because I had a lot of soapboxes. Yeah, not it wasn't even that. It was uh, that that opening thing that we decided to run down all those nominees and stuff. I think that's what did it. But um, regardless, uh, we appreciate everyone listening. We're, we'll, oh, mid month. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, mid month. If you've listened to that mid month, we're going to announce the winners because they announced the winners on the 12th, and we'll record. Mm-hmm around the 14th to post on the 15th so we'll have the winners for that if you guys are interested the winners for the libby awards yes. to clarify oh, yeah. if yeah. you haven't yeah. listened yet <laughs> um so that'll probably be our little news segment there but yeah we'll be back in the middle of march um we'll get you caught up on kind of what we read give some dragon book recommendations have a good conversation about that um and yeah probably talk about the libby awards and uh yeah just kind of have a conversation like usual um, you can find us on social media stuff. Uh, it's at uh, TalkBookie on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Uh, TalkBookie at gmail.com if you want to send us an email with suggestions or questions, things like that. Um, you know, Follow us, subscribe, uh, give us a rating, leave a review on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, or directly through Podbean. Any of those options are great. Um, and again, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So anything else or our Goodreads, goodreads.com yeah, backslash good at Cole 1400 mm-hmm. or goodreads.com backslash Fee Marie. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Sounds <laughs> great. Well, we will talk to everyone soon and we hope that, uh, you know, we'll have a lot to discuss and we've read a lot in these next two weeks. Yep. All right. And happy March. Yeah. Happy Bye. March. Bye.